You're listening to Talk to the Experts. I'm Wayne Nelson. My guest today is Norman Ewing from McMillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the McMillan team will be hosting a virtual webinar coming up Wednesday, October 18th at 6.30 p.m. To register, contact McMillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 or visit the website at macmillanestate.com. All right, Norman, for the first couple of uh, segments of this show, we were talking about some of the things that we can expect in the fall economic statement that's coming out, the wealth taxes, a little bit more information on those, and some tax exemptions. So let's transition, if we can, into some tax planning opportunities. Uh, What are some advanced strategies that perhaps aren't as common that wealthy families can take advantage of to mitigate tax, uh, what are those? Well, Wayne, there are several enhanced tax planning opportunities that may be available to families and individuals alike. There are three you know, main strategies that I find noteworthy and that I'd like to share with you now. The tax benefits related to the maximum tax actuarial reserve, estate freezes, and charitable giving. Okay, maximum tax actuarial reserve, a bit of a mouthful there, and I believe we've referred to this in previous shows as MTAR for short. So uh, what's that exactly? You know, it is a mouthful, and, and I'm always stumbling over it, so I try and keep it to MTAR. But, you know, the maximum tax actuarial reserve, simply put, acts like a giant tax-free savings account. It enables you to utilize insurance to pay your estate tax. So how does that work? Well, you may use 25% of your estate to do this. So, for example, we could relabel 25%. Uh, let's say, uh, you know, there's a, there's a $10 million estate. Um, we can relabel 25% of that and have $2.5 million of the assets growing tax-exempt through the balance of your life. So just like a regular tax-free savings account, but you're restricted to the maximum amount that you can use into this MTAR, this this different tax uh, savings account. Correct. Uh, you know, with a with a TFSA, obviously we're limited to to eighty eight thousand. So um, you know, it's it's relatively small in that regard. We're still limited here, but uh, you know, twenty five percent of a big estate um, can still be uh, you know a significant amount. And it so grows tax exempt. It grows tax exempt, and it can be transferred uh, you know subsequently on to uh, you know the children or under other beneficiaries that you have under your legacy, completely tax-free. Now, Norman, are there strategies that would make this more efficient? Is it better for an individual to do this? Or if you're a farmer, if you're a business owner, is it more advantageous to use it through those corporations, per se? You know, you can certainly do this on the individual level, and, and we do this for lots of our individual clients. But if you do have a corporation and you have wealth in that corporation or, you know, some sort of tax flow through the corporation, the tax benefits are even better in the corporation. So if you have a corporation, I think this is really an important tax strategy that you don't want to miss. All right. Can you give me an example of, of how that might work uh, McMillan, of course, you've got all kinds of clients over the years. Are there any particular uh, case histories that you could uh, use to illustrate? Yeah, Wayne, let's look at a little uh, case uh, study here just to uh, help us understand uh, how this applies a little bit better in real life. So quite a few years ago, McMillan had the privilege to work with a lovely couple who had built up a lot of wealth inside their corporation through the real estate um, assets that they had acquired and held over time. They had two children, a son and a daughter. 
Their daughter was a lawyer, and she was very business-minded. Uh, she was very keen to succeed and, and carry on that, uh, um, that business. Uh, you know, growing up, she had um, you know, seen what her parents had done and um, was, was excited to be the legacy there. Yep, she said, hey, I can do this too. I want some of that pie. And she had the skills. Uh, she had the, the legal skills and, and the business skills to take that forward. Now, their son, you know, obviously kids are, are very different. Their son was a teacher. Um, he was less interested in the business, in the, in the dollars and cents, and um, uh, in the operations of that, uh, that business. Instead, he wanted to focus on philanthropy and social causes. Um, you know, with this interest, he had uh, spent a lot of his uh, life teaching. He had traveled all over the world, um, teaching and, and helping in different countries. So their daughter wanted to inherit the business. Their son wanted to use his uh, inheritance for philo- philanthropic philanthropic work. There we go. Which made complete sense. <laughs> uh, now, it was a bit of a puzzle for the parents because, uh, you know, they're aware of their, their different children. Uh, they're aware of their interests, um, but they're also aware of the business that they had built up um, and the assets that they had built up um, within the, that corporation. And so they were concerned that this business might be broken down. It might have to be, you know, sold or separated um, in order to, to divvy up um, between the children once they had passed. And they wanted to pass on the legacy aspect. Yeah, exactly. They, they still wanted, uh, you know, the, the, the business to go on, but they wanted to make sure that they were fair and equitable with their children. Sure. And so, of course, the solution was to look at uh, using MTAR to tax shelter 25% of the net worth of the family. Now, bear in mind, we're not just looking at the value of the business. We're looking at the, 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 the entire value of the family. So, you know, businesses and um, personal assets. Um, and, and so, you know, we looked at the 25% of, of the net worth of that family um, and, and looked at setting this up within the corporation for the, the most uh, tax benefit, um, essentially like a giant TFSA. So 25% uh, grew uh, tax-free within the business during the remaining years of the parent's life. And because of that, it doubled in value over that period without paying income tax. Boy, that's a pretty significant gain. So it was, you know, a really effective strategy. And, and when the parents did pass on, there was enough to pay out the son entirely, still keep the business whole for the daughter. So the parents were able to hit, uh, you know, kind of home runs on both fronts. Um, they were able to meet to both their children's goals without jeopardizing that legacy of the business and still able to pass on that business. And, and timing was critical on this one too, Norman, because had they waited too long or, or longer than they had, they may not have been able to realize those goals. So because they were proactive and came to see you folks at McMillan Estate Planning early enough, those strategies were able to be implemented. That's really key, Wayne, because, um, you know, age can be a, a factor in, in, in some of these strategies. Uh, you know, the value and, and the potential future growth of, of assets can be uh, a factor in these strategies. And so, you know, the earlier we can at least um, look at what the options are, um, the, the, the better the benefit for the client. All right, Norman, this is one of the three more advanced strategies that you referred to at the beginning of this segment. The second one was a state freezes. And I love talking about this because it just enthralls me as to how it works so successfully. So let's talk about estate freezes. Yeah, estate freezes, you know, we're, we're often looking at a reorganization of corporations through an estate freeze. And, you know, it's a very important advanced tax strategy that, uh, that we use quite often with our, our clients at Macmillan. 
essentially it's an a- as asset protection strategy where a business owner is seeking to defer capital gains tax on a portion of their business's value. So they're freezing its present value from a tax perspective, and then they're allowing others like family members to share in the future growth. From an estate planning perspective, uh, quantifying the capital gains taxation that is going to occur on the passing of a business owner can have numerous benefits. For example, if a you know business is valued at, at $10 million on a owner's passing, we can predict that maybe there's around $2.5 million in taxation liability that will have to be paid. In turn, we can put a plan uh, to ensure that those taxes are paid without disrupting or destroying the business. There's also tax planning opportunity to reduce or eliminate that $2.5 million taxation liability over the business owner's lifetime, thus reducing the taxes even further. So there's, there's that advantage to, to, to quantify, to clarify what, what the taxes are going to be for the business owner. We can reduce that through planning potentially as well. And then, of course, we can defer a lot of the growth to the, the children or the next generation or the legacy. Let's talk a little bit more about that succession planning, if we could. Yeah, you know, an estate freeze can greatly enhance your business succession plan as it, you know, it, it gives your successors an opportunity to get some skin in the game. So with an estate freeze, your successors can see uh, that, you know, any growth or future value is being attributed to them, helping to strengthen their ongoing participation in a business uh, while all the current business, well, all the while the current business owner retains control. So, you know, I saw this, you know, recently with a client, uh, you know, they had a, a business that they had been operating for a number of years. Um, they had gotten a son involved um, in the business uh, more as an employee rather than, than an owner. And the son had been successful, um, you know, in, in the business uh, as, as an employee. Uh, and now they're wanting to transition to that next step to uh, bring in the son um, as a part owner. Sure, of the he worked himself up from the ground floor per se, uh, so that he could learn the business and and be uh, much more efficient at, at running the business. Correct. And so, you know, an estate freeze uh, may be a strategy that, that, that works well in that succession plan as well, because, um, you know, we can quantify uh, what the taxes are um, for, for the mom and dad and, 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 and for the, the, the business, um, but we can also bring in the son at this point um, and give him some ownership stake in the business um, all the while saving taxes. All right. Norman, we're going to pause right there for a break. We will come back. I'd like to finish off a little bit about uh, the estate freeze aspect and then talk about the webinar that's coming up. The McMillan team will be hosting that virtual webinar on Wednesday, October 18th at 6.30 p.m. To register, simply contact McMillan Estate Planning at one 833 266-6464 during weekday office hours or visit their website for more information at mcmillanestate.com. Norman Ewing from McMillan Estate Planning is my guest today and we'll be back to wrap things up on Talk to the Experts.